I feel like forgiveness is kind of a sensitive topic to talk about. Like I really wasn't planning to talk about this so soon and this really wasn't the next topic that I had prepared in mind. But you know how it is, right? Like we can be planning all we want, but in the end, it's really God's plan that prevails. It's his purpose that prevails. Like 2020, for example. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm being honest, while I was working on that topic that I was supposed to be talking about, I just couldn't seem to say anything that was really coming from my heart. It was a topic, Naman, that I thought I could talk about easily because I'm able to relate to it too. But, you know, I just felt like it isn't the time to be talking about it yet. And for some reason, it just came up to me that I needed to talk about forgiveness. I just really felt like God prompted me to talk about it. It was the Holy Spirit that kind of just like, you know, like whispered into my ear so quietly, but also like loud enough for me to hear that I'm ought to talk about forgiveness. And I was even able to confirm it through my Bible studies and life group meetups this week because apparently all the things that we have discussed about were all centered on forgiveness. And yeah, God really does provide wisdom when we ask him, guys. <laughs> so yeah, this week's talk is all about forgiveness. Let's get right into it. You guys probably also had people in your lives who have hurt you. And some of those people probably might not have even bothered to say sorry to you. Kahit isang simpleng sorry lang, like one word. Kahit yun na lang sana, wala. <laughs> but, you know, what I realized um, when we come to really think about it, even when a person expresses, you know, his or her guilt over and over again, pero kung walang forgiveness coming from the other party, both will still continue to feel like being sucked into a quicksand. Because no matter how hard you try to escape, you will always get pulled back in by the dirt of the past. <laughs> you know, all the bad things that has happened in the past and a certain challenge will, will really arise, you know, when, when you get reminded of their offense every time you see or hear about them. In my experience, um, whenever I saw people in social media who, uh, you know, who had the same names as the ones who uh, have hurt me, there used to be this heat of bitterness inside me that activated automatically. Like, ah, I don't like this person because he has the same name as blah, blah, blah. Or I don't like her because, you know, like she reminds me so much of, <laughs> like, that's just bitterness. Like, what does that person 
have to do with the person who has, you know, hurt you. <laughs> Until I learned how to truly forgive, a simple memory of the offense has disqualified all the good things that were also done for me. One offense led to another and the remembrance of, you know, of, of their mistakes just kept on distracting me from, from moving forward towards healing. And it didn't only affect me, but has also affected a lot of people in the process. I was hurting people while I was hurting. Hurt people hurt people, you know? And where did that lead me? It led me to more hurting, to more pain, more confusion. Like it's, I felt like everything was just messed up. Like, <laughs> I tried to act all cool, pero deep inside me, every every day I felt like, you know, my life was turning into a major Taylor Swift song. I don't know if you know the song all too well, but if you know, you know. <laughs> hey, you call me up again just to break me like a promise. So casually cruel in the name of... Joke lang. <laughs> it's funny because I always imagine myself singing this song on top of my lungs. Um, outside on a one lonely night while it's raining. Sometimes, ano din... Sarap lang magdrama minsan. Pero kasi pag nasobrahan natin yan, there's a danger to it. The enemy won't hesitate to use our vulnerability to stray us away from what God really wants for us. God wants us to heal. God wants us to learn. And most importantly, God wants us to forgive. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32 be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as Christ forgave you Forgiving is, is both a a beautiful yet a very challenging command for all of us Yes it it really is a command not a favor but a command from God Talagang we are the ones accountable to Him if we don't forgive. Pero the problem is, it's not always easy naman, di ba? So, how can we truly forgive? I think that when we embrace what Christ has done for us on the cross, when we really embrace and reflect what He did for us on the cross, we can be willing to forgive others no matter what they have done. Kahit masakit, we can still be willing to do that. Letting this truth of, of Jesus Christ settle down in our hearts is the secret to forgiveness. Christ the Son died for our sins so that God the Father can overlook our sins every time. Not sometimes, not just a few times, but every time. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
death there means eternal death in hell, and eternal life there means eternal life in heaven. Our God is a just God, and he needed to punish sin. He had to punish sin, otherwise he would be unjust, diba. But because his love is so profound, irrevocable, and beyond measure for everybody, he sent his own son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty of our sins for all of us. Sa sobrang tigas ng ulo ng mga tao, si Lord na lang ang nag-adjust. <laughs> like I said on the last episode, these five words are the most beautiful words in the scriptures. Christ died for our sins. Seems so simple for most people. Like, yeah, Jesus died for my sins, but like, it doesn't really have to do anything with me now that I'm a person living in the 21st century, hello, no, it does have something to do with you. It massively has something to do with you, with me and the person you're holding a grudge against, especially in the matter of salvation. Romans 3.23 explains that we are all sinners and the weight of our sins are equal in the eyes of God. It doesn't matter if you've only stolen 10 pesos from your mom's wallet. Your sin weighs just as the same as the person who murdered someone. God was so willing, however, to overlook those sins. God was so willing to overlook the sins of the people. It's just that there really had to be someone who is righteous to be qualified to pay the penalty. And none of us were qualified. All of us were doomed to hell. Only Jesus was qualified. And because of what he did, we no longer have to pay for our sins. And through accepting him as our Lord and Savior, we become perfected. We become righteous in him and we can now enjoy eternal life in heaven when we die, when we leave this world. There's already this perpetual cleansing spring, a constant flow of forgiveness every time we stumble down again. Because it's not about us and what we do anymore, but what Jesus did on the cross for us. Should this be an excuse for us to keep sinning, though, and continue to live in darkness? Of course not. If we are true believers of Christ, of course not. And this is why we should be able to forgive, even when it's hard. Even when we don't get the apology that we think we deserve. Because we have, we have been given such an amazing grace we should be able to extend the same grace to the people who have wronged us. I don't know what that person has or those people have done to you. I'm sorry that they did that to you. But what I, what I know is that until you really learn how to, to let down your pride, your anger, and finally decide to just let it all go, 
you are never going to have peace in your heart. Forgiving doesn't mean, though, that we have to forget about what they did to us. Forgiving and forgetting is just impossible. It's just not the case, you know? Like, forgiving means that even when you remember what that person did to you, you focus your heart and your mind on God's love and say to that person, you know what? God's grace is bigger than how you made me feel. The grace that he has given to me, I will give to you also. Because I know that he loves you too. Some people might think that this is an act of weakness, like you're just allowing yourself to be a pushover. No, of course, you're also going to be wiser the next time, right? Hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, you're not allowing yourself to be a pushover in a mind. It's just that you're trying to make a good trade. You trade forgiveness for peace in your heart. You trade forgiveness to honor God. Romans 12 verses 17 to 19 says, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. If you're someone who is struggling with forgiveness right now, I want you to know that you're not going to be alone in this journey. God's going to be with you and he's going to help you. He's going to create a new heart of compassion in you for you to be able to understand that that person who has wronged you might have also been suffering inside of him to have behaved the way that he did. Pray for those people who caused you pain. They may also be able to get their hearts right with the Lord so that they wouldn't want to make the same mistake again. Si Lord nang bahala sa kanila. Just trust and cooperate with God when He wants to do something in your life. Don't fight God na. And continually seek for His help. You can't be relying on your own abilities. The flesh can't do it. Kasi nga, diba, the human nature's impulse is to keep retaliating. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing, willing to help you. It really is only through God's supernatural power that we're able to extend love and forgiveness to other people. It really does come to us supernaturally when we also become intentional in allowing God to come through to us. Come, Holy Spirit. Change my heart. Help me to forgive this forgiveness that God is going to put in our hearts is the kind of forgiveness that is centered on His amazing grace. The kind that is dependent on the Holy Spirit's work in us. 
for us to be able to make a choice not to allow any bitterness to take over our hearts anymore. It really is a matter of surrendering everything to the Lord. Not just a portion of it, all of it. Not once, not twice, but every single day. You surrender every single day until it hurts you no more. Until it bothers you no more. What's beautiful about it is that God is able and He always is able to use all that you have endured for His own glory in which you also get to share. And gratefulness will start to rise back up again. Romans 12, 18, I repeat, if it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. That's how we are at the Mark 950, right? We're a community of peacemakers, a community that displays the love of Christ through forgiveness. Testimony time! It's the most exciting part of the podcast. No, it really, I like testimony time because, you know, like I really get to learn a lot from, you know, the, the story of God in, um, in the lives of other people. And it's just so amazing how he's working and how he's operating, how the Holy Spirit is being activated in their lives. And it's just so amazing that a lot of other people also gets, you know, blessed this week's guest is someone whom I have known since I was in high school, but actually have never spoken to personally until this year. And it's just so amazing because if it weren't for the Lord, the special bond that we have wouldn't have been established. And I really believe that God sets a perfect time for everything because though this person and I weren't really close before, we, I don't know, we haven't actually really spoken to each other way back in high school but you know regardless of that we were still able to connect instantly and have this beautiful fellowship through the love of Jesus and ever since our first meetup this year day by day week by week month by month I got to witness how she's grown so much in Christ and how much she's developing in her knowledge of God how disciplined she has been with her Bible studies and how helping and loving other people now has become her greatest joy. Regardless of everything that she's been through, she chose not to grow in bitterness. Rather, she allowed God to transform her heart, a heart that has learned how to truly forgive. Everyone, here's Shomara Marie Gail Betinol. To share her testimony on forgiveness. Thank you, Tikai. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share how great you are and how you have given me the heart to forgive as you have forgiven me. Thank you, Lord God. So here we are. Forgiveness. Yes, forgiveness. To receive forgiveness and to ask for it is not a piece of cake for us. We let our emotions, 
our pride, and the coldness of our hearts to overrule us. And even sometimes, we think forgiveness is forgetting, that when we get hurt, we feel those spaces to comfort us and to make us forget what they did. And yes, I'm one of those people. Through that pain, through that pain of getting cheated on, through that pain thinking life's been getting messy, those misunderstandings between relatives, those so-called friends that betrayed you right in front of your eyes, those people who team up themselves just to bring you down, those traumatic experiences, those people who took advantage to your goodness. Through those pains, I tried finding happiness to the world's standard of comfort. I built walls and decided to let go of those friendships instead of confronting one another and talk about it. Instead, I never talked to them. And in that moment, I was lukewarm to God. Not surrendering my all, and I made the work instead of Him. I tried to put my mask on to look okay, to look happy, to look not bothered at all. But I cannot fake what's inside my heart. Every day, as I am dealing with this situation, the enemy tried to beat me up. He keeps feeding me lies for he knows my personality at the time and how I dealt with the situation. And yep, the enemy knows what he will present to me. And I came to the point that I realized I can no longer live with this. I'm sick of living hatred in my heart. I want to forgive the people who hurt me. I want to ask forgiveness to God. Yep, I know that when it comes to the things that we've done, it almost seems that's the hardest thing to do. <laughs> and in that time, Jesus revealed himself to me. I admit it, I also have transgressions, and I must take responsibility and ask for forgiveness. Forgiveness is something we know God offers freely, but God also expects us to forgive others as well. You cannot give true forgiveness until you know you have received true forgiveness. As Psalms 103 verse 12, As far as the east is the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. I was able to talk to the people that once hurt me and to the people I hurt too. I asked for forgiveness that maybe I'm also part of the problem that made them act like that. I know it's hard for us humans to do like this. Sometimes we tend to say, why am I be the one to say sorry when it's not my fault? Or you won't accept 
apologies or you can swallow your pride or some people would say you won't understand because you're not in my shoes but you know i also think of those but it vanished when god touched my heart god told me so and after that i found peace Guilt brings me to the cross, and it helps me find forgiveness, to let go of what wounded me. And when I chose to believe Him, I chose to let go of the pain, the heartaches, the frustrations, the anger, the bitterness. Truly, the hardest to forgive is not the one who hurt you. It's yourself, the self-inflicting wounds it needs to heal and become scar. God gave me far greater in return, a present you can't wrap with a pretty ribbon on top. It is freedom, grace, and peace. Hi, how lovely how God created something beautiful out of something so messed up he changed my heart of stone into a heart full of love and gentleness this shows the real power of god that my scars tells the story in which my wounds my shame my guilt my bitterness they're all gone and this beautiful Christ woven scars? This symbolizes God's healing power, God's grace, and His message to others. How wonderful God is. And you're thinking, what happened to the enemy? He's so annoying. <laughs> he never stops. He still whispers and tells me, I am not forgiven. I am not worthy. He keeps in beating me up, hammered me, and reminding me all those sins, all those bitter things. But for now, I can loudly say to him, Yes, I did. But he forgave me. He loves me. Why do you keep in hammering me? Don't you know that there are no more nails? For it is all on the cross. What wounded me doesn't have to hold me forever. How wonderful we serve such a good God. God can use our brokenness to His glory. He reminds us of how He loves us how to love our neighbors, to pray, and to bless them. Instead of holding grudges, planting hatred, and all those unrighteousness, offer it to God, surrender it all to Him. He always reminds us that to forgive not just once, not just twice, but every time. Let's keep on pressing and praying for the greater glory of our Lord. 
Thank you. May God bless us all. It just kind of makes me really emotional thinking that this girl has been through a lot already in such a young age and, and seeing her now mature in the faith every single week I can really tell that Jesus has filled her heart with so much joy. I can really relate to her so much although we didn't really go through the same stuff. I, I just, I know how it feels kasi, to finally be set free from all the grudges, the anger, the pain. To be set free from all the mornings when I had to wake up with a heavy heart and and all those things wouldn't have been possible without the help of Jesus. You know, I could have chosen to just, you know, to depend on worldly solutions and just prolong my agony. But guys, I really, really am telling you that Leaning on to Jesus is the best decision you will ever make. He's chosen me. He gave me joy for my mourning. He's ransomed me. That's the most beautiful thing he's ever done for me. And set my feet back to dancing again. And just like what Shomara said, what wounded us doesn't have to hold us forever. It's important that we open our eyes to true wisdom and choose Jesus over the system of the world, to choose to forgive and to live in service to God instead of ourselves. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. What a beautiful promise. And it really is true. Kahit masakit, just lean into God. Just obey His commandment to forgive. And you'll be set free. In due time. That's it for this week, everybody. It actually felt kind of heavy working on this one. Pero, you know, um, there's a purpose on why, you know, God prompted me, why God inspired me to actually um, talk about this one. And, and probably some of you might have also needed to hear about this. Um, I know it's not a lot, but I, I pray that you know, I hope that you were blessed. I hope that you you learned something. And I, on the other hand, was also able to reflect on it. Like, um, like I really got to be honest. Like, it's making me kind of emotional, too. And, um, yeah. It just really reminds me so much of how God has been so good. <laughs> God has been really so good to me and just, it's, I don't know, like, this beautiful life that I have with Jesus is just amazing. And I have no regrets. 
like everything was just so worth it. Thank you guys. And um, yeah, this is your host, Mikaela of the Mark 950 podcast. And I'll catch you on the next episode.